0: Here we go, and welcome to this week's episode of Guardians and Gladiators. I'm your host, Lozy, and always my co-host is D. How you
1: doing? I'm good, Losie. I'm good. Have you settled down from the big announcement about uh, floor hockey returning?
0: Yes, I have.
1: Good. That's yes, good. good. So we are getting a little out of control there last week. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's exciting, isn't it?
0: It is. Lots good. of excitement going on.
1: That's good. Well, I think uh, it sounds like, you know, and uh, hopefully we didn't uh, come across the wrong way last week by saying that everything has opened up because that obviously wasn't what we intended to say and things are starting to come back slowly and, you know, with different uh, precautions in place. And this week we're actually going to speak with Gary Geddes who uh, looks after registration and such for Special Olympics London. And Gary's going to kind of fill us in on where we're at what's happening how everybody's going to find out and and um and whether you have to register or not so that'll be great to get all that information from gary
0: yeah it would be he has a tough job sometimes
1: yeah he's just
0: at the cherry hill mall for almost three to four hours because of the lineup everybody just goes on the first day right yeah
1: Yeah. And and of course that didn't happen this year. So we'll talk to Gary and we'll find out what they're doing as far as registration this year. We also have uh, a multi-sport athlete from the London area who has competed in uh, local events, provincial events, and if I'm not mistaken, even national events, but we'll find that out from Samantha when we speak with her this week. So, that's exciting. Samantha's going to be great. I have heard some stories about Samantha and uh, I was told that she'd be very entertaining for us. So I'm looking forward to speaking with Samantha today.
0: Oh yeah. She's a nice, nice person to talk yeah. to. She has quite the resume as well. Yeah. On her sports papers. So.
1: Excellent. And hey, be... you, you golf with her. Is that right? Those...
0: Yes. We, we've golfed. We're on That's... the same golfing team. Nice.
1: Good. Good. Okay, well, we are going to be right back with our first guest, uh, the aforementioned
0: Samantha, right after this. Welcome back to Guardians and Gladiators, and we are glad to have our first special guest today. She plays golf in the Special Olympics London team. Welcome to the show, Samantha Squires.
1: Unier. We'll get through this one together. Samantha, how are you? Good. Welcome to our show. Thank you. So we're saying Samantha Squires Mounier. Is that right? Meunier. Yes. Perfect. We'll get it. We'll get it. Don't worry. We'll just call you Samantha. Is that better? Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, Samantha, how long have you been with Special Olympics?
2: Well, I've been to Special Olympics for nineteen
1: or twenty years. Nineteen or twenty years—that's a long, long time. Yes. Wow. So how old? And if
2: was it you wasn't yet? for my mom. I would never be in Special Olympics.
1: Yeah, your mom got you started. Yeah. And how old were you when you started? Um, I can't remember. I think I was so young. Yes, that was a long time ago. Yeah. yeah. And what sport did you start playing in Samantha at the very beginning? What was your first sport? Uh, I think it was I think it was bowling or basketball. Bowling or basketball. yeah, that makes sense.
0: Yeah um, what's what's your favorite part of being a Special Olympic athlete?
2: Well I like to meet I like to meet new friends and I like to uh, just get exercise. And I, I would love to get, like, I would like to help people in wheelchairs at the bone alley. Nice. So I can push the wheelchairs, yes. put the brakes on, and then put the tray on, and put the ball on, and help them build a ball.
1: Yeah,
0: and you the
2: aisle, so that they can have a space. Like nice, wow. And get That's the ball from there.
0: Yeah, that's
2: pretty good. I just help
1: people in wheelchairs. Yeah, that's yeah, great. That's- it's always nice when they have someone like you to help them too, isn't it? Yeah, and
2: I, I like to take them off the um the lift. I know how to to do the um the seatbelt off the lift. Mm-hmm. I know how to put um t- take them, the the wheelchair down. Need to put the brace on. Yep. Okay, so I fall out, and
1: then I like to um, put the lift down and lift the thing back up and close the door. You are some kind of helper, I'll tell you. Yes, they're happy to have you around. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Are you? Excuse me. Are you a dick? Uh huh. I am. Yes.
2: And I don't know if you know that I'm I'm one of the disabilities. Mm-hmm. can i tell you what i have
1: sure you can absolutely i have cerebral palsy cerebral palsy wow. and you, are, you are so active too playing all these sports and helping all these people yes good for you that's amazing so I, I-, I don't think it's a disability you have i think it's an ability that you have here that you're showing off to everybody how you can play sports and you can help people out and the wheelchairs and bowling. Yes, I don't and I always there. when we go to the dance, I always push them around the dance. You do? Oh, I don't know. That it never ends with you. You're. Just I like to.
2: Everybody. I like to play ball games, card games, maybe read to them. Yeah, listen. And to do the, um, the communication board. Yeah. Samantha. And I you- like to put the clothes on for them.
1: The shoes on, the socks, the leg lace. So, Samantha, when Chris asked you what you like best about Special Olympics, the first thing you said wasn't about getting a high score in bowling or or having a good golf round. It was meeting new friends. Yeah, meeting new friends. Isn't that the best part of Special Olympics? Yes. Wow. How many friends would you say you've met? over your 20 years is it gonna make
2: you 20 years I think
1: I'm guessing over 200 or a oh, hundred something good. that does not surprise me at all because you're such a friendly person and always wanting to help people. Good. I think Chris has a question for you, Samantha. Yes,
0: Chris. so Ask during me this, again during this pandemic we just had, what what have you been doing to keep yourself uh, motivated? Well,
2: I like to um, go out, go for go for nice little walks. Great. I like to um, do some craft. Mhm. And I I like to do my um on the nice days. I like to ride my bikes.
1: Oh yes, yes. On the nice days. And watch sure.
2: movies.
1: So you're keeping yourself yeah. busy, aren't you? Watch
2: TV's and play, like, ball games, car games. Yeah. Do some crying. Doing some, um, the, when you get the flyers, mm-hmm. you cut out, and then you put,
1: and then you put it on the paper. That's called charging. Nice. Listen, Samantha, how many, what different sports have you played in Special Olympics? What are some of the sports that you've been involved with? I mean, in all the sports. You, know, you can name as many as you can think of. I was doing curling. Curling, okay. Bowling. Bowling. Golf. Golf, yes. Bocce. Bocce, oh my goodness. What else? Baseball. Baseball. Uh, basketball. Basketball. Oh. My goodness, you have been and, in- um I was doing this. I was doing soccer. You're doing soccer, too? Oh, oh, my goodness. And listen, Samantha, I understand that you like country music. Is that right? No, I, I don't like country. Well, I don't know. I'm going to argue with you on that because I have already heard you singing a particular song that is a country music song. And it starts with the words Aki. Breaky. Oh achy breaky heart. Uh-huh. I think we heard a little bit of that, didn't we?
2: Yes.
1: How does that go, Samantha?
2: Good. And I like I like Shania Twin.
1: Well, there you go. There's a couple of country things that you like already. Give us a little version of your achy breaky heart. Sing sing a little bit of achy breaky heart.
2: Aky breaky heart? I just don't think I understand.
1: Woo! It can break your heart. I just don't think I understand. Yeah, I think, I don't think you're being truthful when you tell us you don't like country music. Because that sounds to me like you like that song.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's excellent, Samantha.
0: How far has, how far have you gone with any of your sports? Well, in
2: 2012, hmm? Chris and Dick. Yeah. 2012, we went to um, Provisional
1: to to play basketball. Where was that, Samantha? In Kingston. Kingston in 2012. I remember remember Kingston in 2012. I remember running into the opening ceremonies with the torch in 2012. Were you in there? Yes, that was me. You were one of those ones high fiving us as we ran through with the torch? Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> now I And then, we 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 were playing Against the storm. Yep. It was when I was on uh on Eagles Yep, you were playing In against K- uh like Dan was driving me from Amelia to uh,
1: Conrad mm-hmm. almost every Tuesday night. Wow. Wow. So, speaking of the torch coming into the opening ceremonies, I believe that you have been involved in with the torch run in London a lot too, haven't you? Yes. Yes. What's I mean, did you watch the baseball game? That's right. Yeah, the London majors, right? And you say, uh, it, it, they say, Sam, keep
2: it to the side, keep it to the side.
1: <laughs> That's right. When we run in, they want us to stay to the side, right? So, for me, I, I like to go over there <laughs> <laughs> on the fast lane. What's your favorite part of the torch run, Samantha? I like, to, I like to carry the torch. You like to carry the torch? Yes, yeah. I think a lot of people would say, and,
2: and then. Derek and Chris. Yeah. In 2015, <laughs> 2015, we went to um, Nashville.
1: Where was the Nationals? Uh, of Vancouver, BC. You were in Vancouver, BC? Yes. <laughs> what sport were you taking part in there? Basketball. Oh, my God. Goodness,
0: wow. Went to the
1: Nationals. Congratulations. That's amazing. <laughs> yes. That is so That's exciting. So, yeah, all of is. those great things that you've done. And, and guess
2: what? They were It was, there, I think it was, there was a, over 5,000 athletes, and I
1: was one of them to carry the flag. Oh, flag! <laughs> That's so exciting! Samantha. Congratulations! That's so great!
2: And then we play against the storm yeah. in Vancouver, BC, yeah. and then we won the goal. And then in Kingston, they won the goal. Wow! And Kingston, we won. We we got second place for the Civil. And then when we went to Vancouver, BC, we got the goal. They got the silver. So it's feedback yeah. time.
1: Look at you. So here you are, a Canadian gold medalist, and yet when Chris says, "What's the best part of Special Olympics?" you say, "It's meeting friends." Isn't that something? You yes. You've done those great things and won a gold medal. The best part is still the friends that you make, isn't it?
2: Yes. And then I was, and then I was doing a medal um, professional, mm-hmm.
1: and growth. For
2: Bowen
1: Good for you. Wow. Okay, Chris has got something he wants to ask you to do for us that we have all of our Special Olympic athletes do. Okay, <clears throat> so I'll let Chris ask you.
0: Okay. So, so Samantha, as as us being athletes, we follow an oath. Do you, can you tell us the oath? Oh,
2: pardon me. What was that again?
0: Sorry. As as being a. As us being athletes with Special Olympics, we follow an oath. Can you tell us the oath? Let me win.
2: Let me win. But if I cannot let me win. But if I cannot win, let me be brave in the attempt.
0: Nice. Can you tell us when you were brave at the attempt?
2: When I went to um. Professional and national.
1: Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, Not only brave, one. but you came back with a gold medal. So exciting. Yeah,
2: and then they let me, they let me um keep one of the flags.
1: I should think so. As a flag bearer, that's quite an honor. Well, I'll tell you, you represent London and all of Canada very well. And we're very proud of you to go there and, and represent us as the flag bearer for Ontario.
2: I was I was supposed to do an um 10 pen bowling mm-hmm. for the um uh I think it was Professionals mm-hmm. last year. Oh, but it got with Walu for ten pen Boeing Yep. I got my uh uni- I got my walk on uniform but then the then the covid nineteen hit. Yeah.
1: Well I'm sure from the sounds of things, you're going to have a lot more of these that you'll be able to attend because you sound like quite an athlete and it was an honor for us to have you on with us today. So thank you so much for joining us. We really enjoyed talking to you. It was very exciting and we're very proud of everything that you're doing and I can't wait to see you at the next Torch Run. I can't wait to see you. Um, excuse me, Derek. Yep. Can I be part of this, please? Well, you are you are the star of this today. No, to wear the headphones
2: and ask people
1: questions? Oh, that's okay. For today, you're the star. You're the star of the show today, and we're yeah. very excited you can come on. So thank you again for joining us, okay?
2: How come Chris had to wear the headphones?
1: Chris is the host of the show, so he has to wear yeah, the this,
0: headphones. This it's sh- I made up the show.
1: So, Chris, oh. is, Chris is
0: the host, but you are the star of the show
1: today. Okay. I have to be your host. (laughs) All right. Well, if I I run into a problem with this guy down the road and and he's not, you know, he's not living up to what he should be, then maybe I'll give you a call. How's that? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Thanks very much, Samantha. And Lucy and I will be right back after this.
0: Welcome back to Guardians and Gladiators. That was a fun first guest we had. Now on to our second guest. He's been a golf coach, a baseball coach. Some say when he's umpiring Special Olympic softball, he's the Angel horrendous of umpiring. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show, Gary Gaines. Well, welcome, oh, you're Gary. You're going
3: to pay for that, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> How are
0: you today, Gary? Oh, real
3: good. How are you guys? We're doing good.
1: We're doing good. That's quite the introduction. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it was.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh. So, Gary, the last, this time around, we should have been standing in line for two to three hours at the Cherry Hill Mall for registration. How, How is it different this time around?
3: Well, because we uh, lost all of uh, 2021 season and because our registrations usually held in June and we were still under somewhat of a lockdown in June, uh, the council decided that we would just transfer whatever registrations were from the 2021 year automatically into the 2022 year. Okay. So everybody who registered for 2021 is registered for 2020 to 2122. Great. So for any of the athletes
1: that are listening, just so that they know for sure, they don't have to register again. Is that right? They're, no.
3: They've done no. it. Good. And if they're if they're concerned about, you know, because this goes back a couple of years now, if they're concerned about what they registered for, just send me an email and I'll let them know. Okay. So just to contact you, because you're right, there may be some that you know, wanna register for a
1: certain sport and they're not sure if they're registered for that one or if it was a yep. different one, so they can check with you just to make sure. What about Certainly. any What about any new athletes that wanted to join for this year coming up?
3: Well, Special Olympics Ontario runs what they call a portal, which is a record of all athletes and so on on what programs they're in. And they're really pushing for athletes to do their stuff directly as opposed to through me like we've had to do in the past. Uh, but as you can well imagine with any new uh, new programming system, uh, I still maintain a full database here in London so athletes can know that yes, you are registered and yes, you can participate. Um, so if they have any questions, they can always contact me. If they wanna go online and try and register online, that's fine as well because I will see that. Right. Um, so if they want to get a new, if there's a new brand new athlete who wants to sign up, yeah, they could they could go through it online and set up their own account or they can contact me and I'll get them registered. Okay. So when you say go online, is that through Special Olympics Ontario through their website? Well, it's through uh, what's just called the special, uh, the portal it's called a portal, okay. which is their database program. Got it.
1: Okay. And to get a hold of you for athletes, there's an email address. um, And I guess they could also, I know that Special Olympics London have some social media accounts out there, and I'm sure if they followed them, they could probably just message through that way to at least get your information. Is that right? Absolutely. Great. Absolutely. uh, There are more and more athletes on there that we see every day following uh, different things. So that's great. And it's just one more way to keep everybody up to date on what's happening. Yep. So as far as the whole return to sport goes, Gary, what, what is it looking like locally as far as the sports that will be starting up? Um, maybe not the same way they did before, but at least starting to get going?
3: Well, there's very few sports that have started up so far. Um, speed skating has started up, but that's a very small program. Mm-hmm. Uh, Five pin competitive bowling is starting up. Okay, that's good. Bocce, one of the Bocce programs is looking to start up. And as Chris mentioned last week, the Floor Hockey B program is starting up.
1: Yeah, somebody was pretty excited on this show about that, I'll tell you.
3: Yeah, he seemed a little <laughs> excited. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I thought I was going to have to look for a new host. I thought that's it. He's done. He's just committing oh, to Floor boy. Hockey. That's right. It's a Monday
0: program. <laughs> <laughs>
3: But so the, start of, the start of the whole return to program is uh, is a, it's a complicated system to get through mm-hmm. uh, because as a coach, the coach is the one that has to initiate it and they have to come up with uh, a plan and a program of how they're going to uh, meet the requirements of uh, Special Olympics Ontario as far as registering, not registering, but um, uh, Attendance records each week, how they're gonna make sure that they have things cleaned, how they're gonna keep athletes separated as much as possible within their sport, what programs are going to use to try and do this, uh, how they're planned to run the program and the number of bodies. Because we look at uh, just using the example of the five pin competitive bowling, there's about, I'd say 25 athletes who have registered for that, right? But it's starting up with only eight. In order to keep distancing down, and now some of that, I think, is going to change. This is only my opinion, but now that the government has said we've removed the limitations, uh, starting this week, mm-hmm. we may be able to bring more athletes in. But it won't be um, the full program that we've been used to for this year. Sure. So
1: should the athletes expect to hear from their coaches in relation to starting back up again? Is that how they're going to find out?
3: Yes.
0: As, as being a coach, Gary, what's, what's the most joyful moments you have?
3: Well, one of the ones I really enjoy doing is riding your butt. (laughs) (laughs) And it it seems your program so far managed to pick through the softball team. (laughs) Um, well, you know, I, I, I've coached a, a lot of years in minor sports, and I really enjoy yeah, a couple of things. I enjoy the athletes, I enjoy the camaraderie, I enjoy the the kibitzing and the joking around and so on, uh, but I also really enjoy the transfer of knowledge from me, from my experience to you and, and the athletes uh, uh, on what they're doing in the game, and I probably get the most joy out of just the enthusiasm, the wanting to play. Um, And I know I, I, Ben always says to me when, especially when we're in a game and we're losing and he says, well, yeah, but it's it's all about fun, having fun Gary. Isn't that right? It's all about just having fun. I said, yeah, Ben, you know, it is all about having fun, but at the end of the game, which team seems to have had more fun? The winning team or the losing team. (laughs) So, and the only point that I push forward is we always strive our best to win. That's it. Lose. That's fine. I don't mind losing. I don't mind getting beat by another team that's better than me. I just don't like losing, which I define as us giving them the game. Right. So getting beat. You know what? We just got beat by a better team that day. I have no problem with that. Walk away proud, but we just try our hardest and when you try your hardest you always have more fun right always
1: so gary can you think in your years of coaching in different sports there is there a particular athlete you can think of and, and you don't need to name the person but is there a particular athlete you can think of that you have seen flourish through their involvement with special olympics like someone that when they first began in the program um you know, that they may have been kind of reserved or, or weren't very social, but through their involvement in Special Olympics, you just saw such a change in them. Is there anybody that sticks in your mind as, as an athlete that's flourished through the program?
3: Well, that, like that's that's a tough question because most of the sports that that I have been involved with, and it's, as Chris mentioned, golf is one, softball is one. I've also coached in bocce. Um A lot of them have already come with that experience, Uh, but I have definitely seen at least probably a half a dozen athletes spread over the three sports um, that have definitely improved, Mm -hmm. and not only just in the technical, but also in the social aspect and the having fun aspect and the the taking um, what's the word I want to use Uh, to taking the coaching on that you give them, sure. uh, not resistant. They're, they're always, always uh, willing to learn. Um, even if it's not like the first time you mentioned it, because sometimes you get the, well, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. To which I always reply that I would never ask you to do anything I personally didn't think you could do. Right. So you decide what you wanna do. And then you sort of watch and you see them start using those particular tools. And I find that very gratifying. For sure Very, these right.
1: are things that not only are they picking up through sports but they're going to use in the rest of their life whether it be in a job that they may have or you know interacting with with their family or other people as well like they're going to they're transferable i guess you could say
3: well i i agree i've always been a believer that uh that team sports especially is really just a microcosm of life mm-hmm. and what you learn there and the friends you make and and um they you know, they're, they're going to stick with you that that concept of working hard doing your best uh, learning something new from somebody who may have a little more knowledge than you and my mom used to always teach me always defer to superior knowledge always yeah,
0: that's,
3: that's how you true. learn that's how you grow for sure and don't for be sure. don't be ashamed or or embarrassed or angry about making a mistake we learn more from our mistakes and what we do other things we do right you know, when we talk
1: about these things, anybody tuning in five minutes ago and didn't realize that this was a Special Olympics, you know, podcast would have no idea that's what we we're talking about. Because the same thing applies in any sports, doesn't it? It's, yeah, very much so. Yeah.
3: yeah. Very much so.
0: Yeah. Do you have any favorite moments?
3: Do well, I have any favorite moments?
0: Of what we do? Well,
3: I must admit the last year we managed to get together and we went to that tournament in in, um, Brampton and we ended up playing the number one team in the final game, we made it to the final. And I thought we played exceptionally well and we kept in that game. And and it it turned out to be a very close game. And I just saw that as sort of a little bit of a, a culmination of what we've been working on for two or three years. Uh, that's one thing I, I really, really, really enjoyed. Uh, the other thing is I had the chance to go to the nationals in uh, in Antigonish, Nova Scotia,
0: mm-hmm.
3: with the with the young guy from uh, Saint Mary's for golf. Nice. Uh, a couple of really, really good moments, and uh, that, that's just fun. That's just fun.
1: What? What about trying to keep this guy under control? My the host of my program here. <laughs>
3: Uh, he's, he's, a, he's another story. You know. I have to cut him some slack because he is a Red Wings fan.
0: We would, so. we would have a two-day uh, special on this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> It'd be the first two-part podcast we've
3: done. Eh? <laughs> well, the softball team is, is quite a collection of characters, I must admit. Yes. And, uh, and yes. Very enjoyable yes. characters. I like characters myself. <laughs> ah, that's
1: great well Gary I thank you for joining us it's been really good to get the update and hopefully anybody that's listening to the podcast especially our athletes will have a better idea of what's coming uh, around the corner here and I'm hoping that they're all going to hear from their coaches before too long and Maybe by this time next year, you will, be, you will have stood in line for two or three hours at Cherry Hill and everybody will be registered the right way and, and back out there in their full teams.
3: Well, I certainly look
1: forward to that. Great. Okay. Thanks again, Gary, for joining us.
3: You're welcome. My pleasure.
1: All right. <laughs> Thanks, Gary. Okay. Thanks, Chris.
3: You guys take care.
1: And Loisie and I will be right back after this.
0: and welcome back folks to guardians and gladiators that was a great episode we had sarah with her big long resume of sports she does and gary telling us a bit more about what's going on of reopening special olympic sports
1: great now i think you said sarah but we met samantha right
0: oh samantha
1: yeah i i thought maybe you were trying to say the wrong name so that uh, i wouldn't consider her to be the new host of the show (laughs) If something happened to you, <laughs> I think you got someone knocking on the door there, there Lose, that, that Yeah, she, I think she really would be interested in putting your headset on and taking over as the host. So
0: you better <laughs> watch so your step
1: because if, if our producers <laughs> and directors and all of the people that run this program, <laughs> you and I <laughs> yeah. start to have a problem with you, then uh, I know who the next phone call will be. Yeah, that was, that was good. And it was great to get that information from Gary. Hopefully any of the athletes listening now kind of feel a little bit more comfortable as to what's happening and, and they will definitely hear from their coaches. But if anybody is looking as far as registering that that has not registered in the past, then they can either go on the Special Olympics Ontario portal or can contact Gary through either through email with Special Olympics London or through the Special Olympic London uh, social media sites as well. So so that is great. Now, as far as the week ahead goes, there is something exciting happening right here in London coming up on Friday, November 5th. The Ontario Hockey League, of which, of course, are London Knights that are off to an undefeated start as of this podcast. If things change, then I probably just jinx them. but uh, they are off to an undefeated start. And on November the 5th, this coming Friday, they will be taking part in the OHL Big Ticket. Each OHL team has one night throughout the season that they dedicate uh, and call it the Big Ticket Night where um, they recognize Special Olympics and the law enforcement torch run. So that event is coming up this Friday, Budweiser Gardens. Um, There will be a ceremonial puck drop I believe the chief of police will be there to drop the puck. I believe he may be accompanied and it may actually be one or two representatives from this here podcast, if I'm not mistaken.
0: That is big news.
1: It is big news. It (laughs) is. So I hope that you uh, start doing your hand exercises all week so that you give a perfect flat puck drop. We don't want to see one of these little things flipping around, Perfect. right? This Perfect is kind of equivalent to the first pitch in a baseball game, isn't it?
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. This is so great. I don't want
1: to see one of those Conor McGregor ones that goes like 80 feet to the right or something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> It'd be the best park drop ever. I, I would, I would expect nothing less from the host <laughs> of guardians and gladiators. So we are really excited about that. Um, we're looking forward to the Knights game on Friday night. I'm sure you are, and uh, it'll be oh, a great opening ceremony. So we will have lots to talk about next week, and we'll be back again with a couple of more great guests. Uh, as for now, we appreciate everybody that has tuned in to our previous episodes and continues to tune in. Uh, we love bringing this to you and we can't wait to speak with you again next week
0: until then see you next week folks